everybody. This is the Drop the Beat podcast. My name is Charles Larita. And I'm Will Sarver. And we want to thank you guys for listening to us both beat off together. Uh, perfectly synced. I would, I would like to think we're, we're doing it. Um, and hopefully you guys are, are beating off at home as well. Will, how's it beating over there? How's it hanging? Honestly, I should ask. Well, it's it's definitely hanging, but I think we're we're you know with since we're doing this you know via Skype, it's kind of hard to sync up. I think there's a slight delay from what I'm seeing on my I'm end. Trying, yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying to offset my beating, but I think then you're following my offset beating, and it's just it's just a mess. So it's kind of just like you know we're gonna do our best to beat off together for the lovely people listening. Honestly, that's all we practice. I mean, yeah, I practice every day, multiple times. Yeah. So we'll you see. Have to. Oh boy! So what you what you up to? How you been over there? What's going on? You know, one day I'm gonna say something different and exciting, but uh, <laughs> today is not that day. Liter- it is not today, and <laughs> I don't I don't see it happening for a while. But uh, you know, hanging in, staying safe. How about you? Well, everyone thinks because I have exciting facial hair that I am a fun person, and I'm not. I'm very boring. Um, and it's I just, agree. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and it's just I'm working and uh, doing it, and it's not great, but I'm getting progress on my goals. So that's fun, I guess, if that makes sense. I stop saying progress on my work and saying progress on my goals. It makes me feel better. So I, I like kind of roll. I just kind of roll with that, you know what I'm saying? You got um, to. Oh, man. But hey, guess what, Will? Hey, what? We have a question today um, for us to answer in a long format on this podcast. Someone wrote in. That's really fascinating because um, we've been doing this for a while, and it's kind of like a, it's like a new thing, you know. Yeah, no, I believe this is actually our first question, ever. Um, it's even I think though it's so. our, uh, and I have a good memory, so. Yeah, I think what is this? This is our question here. Is this our fifteenth episode? Good lord! It is. It is. Oh wow. We're wow, we're losers. Oh, good God. Um, but anyway, if anyone listening would like to write in a question for us to answer in a long format style such as this podcast, go to charleslarita.com slash contact, fill out the little form, put your name, where you're from, because we want to know where our little fan bases are, are starting to pop up from, and, uh, and then yes. write your question. And if we pick your question, we will send you a free Mischief shirt so you don't have oh, to be naked so nice. any longer. I, th- I thought so. I thought it was pretty nice, man. So generous. But, Will, we finally did it. We have an international question. Oh, yes. We've been waiting for this for a it's long time. It's a very, very, time. very far away country. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. It's Can- Canada? Canada. Canada, Ca- definitely. Oh, oh yeah. right, right, right. But we have Pete writing in from Toronto, Canada, which is probably a Ooh, little more I'm cooling off already i was gonna say it's a little chilly thank you pete for listening and writing him and pete said this is a this is gonna be a really fun little topic right here i like this um pete says i've noticed so many similarities in modern music lately many of which seem to be lazy and taking the easy way out with writing and production what is the deal with the lack of creativity and intricacy in music anymore thank you guys loving the podcast Thank you, Pete. We love you, and we love Canada, our neighbors to the north. Yes, we do. So much. Wow. So great. That question, uh, P, 
Pete, come on now. You're yeah. setting us up. That's we're, Pete, we're, yeah, Pete, you're going to get dangerous here, territory man. here. We've been trying to keep it safe for a long time, and now uh, and Pete's just kind of poking the the metaphorical bears, which is but fine. you have to, especially on our very first question of this podcast. Yeah, well, duh. Yeah, it's our first episode ever. So apparently. Pete's setting the bar um, high. He is. He is. He is. He is. Next, people are going to ask us <laughs> to to like write something on air, and that's going to be the next question, which is not a good question, but it would take up the same amount of time. Um, <laughs> but so, if we're talking in terms of music feeling lazy and lack of creativity there's there's kind of one big thing that people have to realize and i never noticed this until recently um and that would be that eventually we will understand our parents taste in music not so much what they listen to but how they go about it because there is this kind of way where your music maturity only gets to a certain point where at a certain point you just don't understand or comprehend modern music and that's you know it would be like if your grandmother was to listen to something from your childhood or if you're you know now it's happening to us where we're listening to something from the newer like um generations and we're just like this doesn't make sense this isn't good but everyone likes it. And it kind of just falls in line where it's you like everything before you and then to a certain point you kind of just stop and you kind of just try to find things similar to whatever, you know, the most recent generation of things you like. So for me, it's the 90s. So any bands that have that 90s sound or that kind of feel, I gravitate towards. So that's a, a weird thing to kind of realize. Have you ever noticed that, Will? Where it's like you, your music taste just kind of stops at a certain point and now it's you relate with your parents because, you know, parents being like, we don't like the young people music and it's like, well, the young people music was what we grew up with because that was our young people music. And, you know, if that right. makes any no, sense I, at all, I don't really know. It does. And I never thought about it that way. And I never really took the time to think about it. But it does kind of like drop off at a certain time. Yeah, it totally um, does. And then you're right. You start, you know, you start to sound like, you know, you know, an old person. Oh, I don't <laughs> like their music anymore. I don't you know? get the young people music. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it do, it, you're exactly right. It kind of, it it does kind of taper off, or come to an abrupt stop for some. But yeah. um, I think yeah, we're definitely at that point now where the newer stuff is is really it's getting difficult for me to kind of comprehend and enjoy, or appreci- appreciate, or I guess, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, un, I'm yeah. an old soul, and I know you are too. So, I've been known um, to be. I, you know, the older stuff is really what I enjoy the most. Yeah, um, but it it you know it every decade or so it it comes in waves and changes. Yeah, of course. You know, it it has the '90s had a sound, the '80s had a sound, the '70s, mm-hmm. you know, and so on. And you know, this is just another. Um, you know, another change. Um, and I just think, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm having trouble, you know, hopping on the train here. Well, I think the one thing too is that just the creativity definitely did go down. Um, and everything has become simpler because it's not really about the actual music anymore. It's about the marketability, which I've realized, you know, and it's, Granted, every era has some lower 
talent music thing. Like every every decade of music has had what you call the teen idol. You know, we have like the Bieber's, uh, the Justin Bieber was the teen idol, or like Aaron Carter if you're going earlier. They had that in the fifties, <laughs> and they had that in the fifties and the sixties. That you had like Frankie Avalon and those guys, where they weren't really great, you know, but they were cute. And, you know, they were easy, marketable. They were marketable, very, very easy. And all the young girls liked them. And their music wasn't great. They were made in a lab. You know, it's one of those kind of things. Yeah. It's where they're made in a lab to compete. Um, but so every every decade kind of has that thing. But now it, it is kind of apparent because, I mean, even in the 2000s, there were a lot of bands and artists I listened to. Where I'm like, wow, these guys are great. Like, this is really good. But now it just seems like the, the kind of quality just dropped off. Um, and I, I honestly think it is a lot because of, of the internet and how music is found nowadays. Um, I think everything just became simple because it's easy to listen to for younger people because attention spans just dropped. Because think about like we're on Facebook, we scroll through, we watch five seconds of a video, we don't watch the whole thing, we keep going. You got to grab someone immediately. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the groups I don't even know or bands or artists I don't even know what they do like their music is never their first forefront thing it's always about their marketability whatever crazy stunt they did like the thing I always say is if you think of any modern person do you think of their music first so if I said do you think of Miley Cyrus what do you think of Hannah Montana all right that works that's a safer one I like that <laughs> that's a safer answer that's good um, uh, you know or, or any, anyone music. like that no, or if you think of uh, you think of Lady Gaga or Nicki Minaj or, or Cardi B or any of those guys, it's like you know, the, the big heavy pop radio ones. But it's like you're not thinking of their music first. That's not no. the point. It's it's so they're getting tons of views, and the music it takes a complete backseat. Also, it's with everything sounding the same, it's very easy for younger people to listen to. So when you're on Spotify or Apple Music or anything that is there to kind of advertise music, because that's how people listen to their stuff nowadays. They say, hey, you like you like this dude? You like Post Malone? Well, we got another dude who dresses just like him and sounds just like him. So that transition from listening to someone else is going to be so easy, not even going to matter. And that's literally what it is. And it kind of kills me to a point because every decade has a sound. Every Everything does it. I mean, you could look at the doo-wop era from the 50s where literally that had that sound because everyone is in cubicles with pianos in a building writing. And everyone hears everyone else. So everything had that one chord progression, or there are like two chord progressions out of the 50s like that. I get that. I understand that. But also you had just the songwriting value and the instrumentation and just the overall just this high caliber of talent for people turning that kind of stuff out. And it's weird, too, to look at. Every decade doesn't define their sound until halfway through it because the first half of the decade you're still playing off of the sound of the previous decade. So I always hold the 90s near and dear to me. So I look at the first half of the 90s, like up to 95, sounded very much like the 80s still. And the 90s really didn't define its sound until 95 and after. And then the first half of the 2000s still sounds like the 90s. And then it defined its way a little after. So it's, it's kind of one of those things, which is really, yeah. really weird. But what is what is your take with just kind of, not so much the decade sound, but where we are right now do you think our modern decade of music the little bit we've listened do you think it has a sound do you think that pattern kind of just continues or has that dropped off as well it's a good question i mean i guess it kind of has a sound um because it kind of to me it sounds all very similar yeah um 
you know, just the way it's produced and how things are written, it's kind of cookie cutter. Um, but I think what's in, what's probably important, at least in my my eyes, is that you know it's like we're looking back at the '90s and the '70s and whatnot. You know that stuff is a lot of it's still relevant today and still listened that's, to and that's super, a great point. Yeah, super popular. I find it hard to believe that the music today. I don't think people in the future will be looking back and listening back to it as, and I, I don't think it's going to be relevant. I don't think people are still going to enjoy it, and I don't think it's going to be popular in the future. Um, you know, look at that's some a, of the big. That's a great the, point. Yeah, look at some of the the, the big artists. You know, back in the day, you know, they're still making T-shirts. You know, at, at Kohl's. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, for that's these bands, true. but it's hard to find that type of person. There's only a handful in my in my eyes today that, yeah, stand yeah. out that I think are going to be long term artists. You know, for the for the rest of their life. You know, their lives. Mm-hmm. It's just there's just so few of that right now. Um, I, I just don't think in the future we're going to be looking back at this point in time as being known for our music. I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I, I completely agree. Because, um, I mean, a lot of it, the reason it's so popular is it's shock value. I mean, yeah. that's literally – I'm not trying to shit on, on anybody because obviously if oh, you're you out are. there making I can a, hear it. I'm, I'm wiping right now. Um, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if, if you're out there making a ton of money that I will never see in my life ever, it's kind of like, okay, that's that's fine. But at the same time, it is like it, a lot of it's shock value. I mean, a lot of it's, you know, publicity stunts or crazy like music or whatever. Or, you know, it's, it's marketability because you're a pretty person and you get popular that way. But then when you really break it down, it's like you're not writing your own songs. You're not you know very musically talented you can sing okay you know it's all done in a studio afterwards that kind of thing and that's when i look at it where it's like literally you know i have students bring in modern songs and it's like not that songs have to have a thousand chords in them you can have a three four chord song and that's great like it can be done i've done it and it's fine but it's just when everyone is the same and not in a good way and there's like there's so many just like weird modern trends which i'm not too hip on and which i think will definitely age it there's this one trend it's not even like the alternative girl voice but it's like this little mousy girl voice that people do and it's they'll have normal diction when they talk but then when they sing they'll have like this weird fake accent that they do have yeah. you ever heard that <laughs> and the song exactly will do like, it'll about. be like a um bling 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 and it'll be like a voice like that and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck is this chipmunk thing but it's like it's in everything everybody has that voice and it's like this weird and it's like you automatically just start singing with this weird diction and pronunciation it's like what the fuck is this like what what are you doing yeah. like i remember like in the uh the late 210s because we're in the two oh god we're not even in the two teens anymore we're in the 220s but in like the two teens and the 210s um the alternative girl hipster voice was very popular and it was with all the alternative music. It made it, they wanted to sing like someone from the 1920s. So they had that kind of like breathy voice yeah, like the that. Spacey, and, breathy voice, yeah. And that died out immediately. You know, it Thankfully. was around for a while, but it died. That's like when, when you were saying about date, you know, music being dated. Think of anything that has auto tune, like when T Pain started doing it. And then everything had it. Oh, everything yeah. had it in it. And, that's immediately dated and you listen to it now and you're like this is super corny 
Like, which is right. crazy because I know you and I have seen it, but T Pain singing without auto tune is phenomenal. He's I never, I ridiculous, yeah, never knew. I remember you were the one who showed me. It was the NPR Tiny Desk concert, and it was T Pain, and you're like, you're like, dude, watch this, and I was like, this, no, I don't want to. And then it was him with no auto tune, just him and a keyboard, and I was like, oh my god, his voice is fabulous. Why does he not do yeah. this? And it was because that was a gimmick, and it was more easily marketable. And that's it, it sucks because talent does take a back seat because who are they going to take are they going to take someone who is very very talented who looks like a normal person or someone who looks absolutely just bananas on stage in a giant crazy costume and can sing like a c plus you know it, it's, yeah. it is a shame how the modern market really really changed like that like i miss I when you had your joe cockers or like some really ugly dudes like that and they could sing oh, yeah. fabulously oh, you oh, know yeah. like i miss that man I think T-Pain's a really good example as far as, like, you know, we're not saying that people in this day and age have no talent, um, you know, because T-Pain seriously has talent and is phenomenal. Yeah. It was just he came up with something, you know, early on, and it stuck, and it worked for him, and he made his money. And it, But it's not that he's talentless, and that's all he had to choose from. It was, it was he just... It, it was a tool that he used. So we're not yeah. saying, you know, that nowadays people don't have talent. It's just, I, I just, I think you put it perfectly as far as it's just, it's not as creative. And, you know, definitely, definitely music, not. music is art. It's supposed to be creative. And at least for like us, we try, it's about quality over quantity. It's a, not about oh, numbers. a thousand it's not percent. A, yes. Yeah. It's not a, it's not about making money for us. It's, it's, we just, want to put out the best product that we can that we can produce yeah and i think yeah. that's taken a back seat because it's all a numbers game now it's all about monies and you know streams and things like that so it's just it's cookie cutter people are trying to push them out cookie and, cutter that's the that's the term yep 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 yeah and the creativity is and things like that are taking a back seat like you said and that's a shame um but for me like you know probably similar for you as well like when we're you know listening to music i'm i'm trying it's the creative stuff that gets me hooked oh of it's course it's how it's how it's written not that it's you know it's not that it has to be the super technical music theory crazy chord no 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 of, yeah it's just the structure of it the dynamics of it you know um and that's the stuff and how does it feel does it groove does it make me want to bob my head is what make me want to dance that's mm -hmm. the things that i look for and i just don't see that as much today now there's a you know there's a gem that pops up every now and then of course um but it's got a groove i but you know i keep going back to the older stuff but well like modern day i know you and i are big bruno mars fans right and he, and he's one of those ones that I was referring to earlier that yes. is going to have a name in the future. People are still going to know who he is. He's still going to be relevant. Um, he, he's he's going to be one of those people. And he already is. But I mean, he, he's ungodly talented. He's yeah. also writing everything he does. There's a huge handful. I mean, not that people are songwriters. Like Everyone doesn't have to be a songwriter. But there's so many artists out there who don't write their songs, have no idea what their songs are. Um, they're just kind of handed stuff and, and it's like, you're pretty and market will make it work. Um, that's the one thing, you know, like Snoop Dogg was saying in an interview, cause I love Snoop. Everybody likes Snoop. And I mean, he worked his ass off to get where he is. 
And he said, you know, a lot of these rappers modern day, he goes, they just hand him a fur coat and chains and a ton of money and nice cars and women dancing everywhere. And that's their props. So it's like they could have come from nothing and they're just handed everything as a prop as for their character. He's like where he actually had to work at that. Where it's like they were poor, they rapped about being poor. They sold a ton of records, now they're rich. They rapped about being rich. Yeah, he was like, yeah. they didn't just get, they didn't just get in the game and everyone hands you stuff and they're like, oh, you're rich now and this is your persona. Cause it's like how many you know, people in like the hip hop game now come out and they're just immediately like with nice cars and just tons of gold jewelry. And it's like, well, where'd this come from? You know, and it's a, he, that's a great point that he made. He's like, this is just, it's a prop. That's a and great I never, point. I never thought of it like that before. Um, just with, I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely value the talent side and, and the creative side, regardless of where it comes from, whether you're, you know, an esteemed songwriter or you're writing for other people or you're just a musician and you're not writing any lyrics or anything like that. Like the one thing I always think of was there was the one uh, Grammys, I mean, I don't take the Grammys very seriously anymore because it's just, it's, it's a joke. Yeah. I mean, you don't have, like, <laughs> let's be honest, <laughs> you don't, you don't have Stevie Wonder and Paul Simon or any of those guys doing any stuff or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like, eh, but you know, you have, um, it was, it was Beck one album of the year and he was up against Beyonce and everyone was floored that Beyonce didn't win. I remember, I remember Kanye West even like got up on stage and was ready to do yeah, some stupid thing. Yeah, he was going to do his thing again. You know? um, and it's funny though, when you look at it, you look at Beyonce's albums, obviously she's a very talented vocalist. I wish, you know, I wish she did more stuff in the style of love on top, but that's just me because that sounds like a Stevie wonder song, but Hey, what do I know? Beyonce yeah. will never know who I am. Um, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Wait till she hears this one. <laughs> oh boy. Well, she had one of her songs on the album had twenty eight songwriters on it. And it's just like <clears throat> at what point is it is it still considered to be like esteemed music? Because you have that many people. You have one guy coming in changing one word and he gets a songwriting credit. You have twenty eight people. Where that Beck album won because there was one album credit and it was just him. He did everything from home. He wrote everything. He played every instrument. Like that's that's unheard of. That, that's that is incredible. That you don't see that anymore modern day. Like that's a huge, huge deal, you know. And um, I think it's kind of um, it might be eye opening for some people as far as you know they idolize and listen to some of these artists that really don't write any of their stuff. Um, yeah, it's they're just being told what to sing or play. Um, and th th there's a lot of that. Um, I mean, what are your takes on that? Because you, I mean, you're a songwriter. I am not. Um, I just hit. Things but you with, know what's with, hip, with though. Sticks. You know what's good. <laughs> <laughs> I hit hard. Yeah, you're um, my translator when I wanna when I wanna get out something as far as songwriting related. <laughs> you're making it. You're making it sound like you're a caveman. Christ. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> me. Don't know what do. <laughs> I just bang drum. Bang drum. Um, I mean, you know, I always like seeing the interviews with the artists where an interviewer will really stump them with a question where they'll kind of be like, ask them literally about like a chord progression or what their song, the nuts and bolts of the song. And they, a lot of them don't know. And I get it though. Cause that's, that's the, the place where, you know, a lot of, a lot of this music kind of stuff comes from where it's not necessarily, again, they're not writing it. They're not doing the creative side of it. They're, they're just 
they're the pretty spokesperson and everyone else is putting their stuff like they're made in labs a lot of these people you know and it's which is kind of a shame but there's also a place for that i mean you look at any point in musical history they've always had that kind of thing you had the beatles they made the monkeys in a lab that's literally what it was because it's like this worked we're gonna do this one i remember it was like lady gaga came out and she was a huge hit and then they were like well we're gonna make kesha and she's gonna be the same thing or we're gonna try (laughs) to get close you know but that's the thing though with gaga though is she does write all her stuff and she is stupidly talented and she's terrific she would she would be an exception for me i i was always like you know and she's the opposite she's the one where i'm like man keep wearing all the crazy shit because when she started to peel that back her music started getting like kind of weird and then she just came back with like her old school kind of you know dance club album stuff and i was like okay good she's wearing weird shit again and she's doing but she's she's like a very talented individual with that because she plays a ton of things and she writes a ton of things and i think that's great i I don't know i think there's just a very big separation of the people i do consider to be musicians where they're like writing their stuff and writing their lyrics and performing it and that's a big thing but then when you like have like some like like i granted i love in sync and the backstreet boys but it's like don't call them musicians because it's like yeah they have <laughs> all their stuff they have all their stuff written for them and like that's every year at the grammys someone on the red carpet like what do you think of being a musician here and i'm like don't throw that m word around like it's just nothingness because it's like yeah it gets thrown around a lot unfortunately because again it's like you know cardi b is hugely popular right now you know she's she's a big deal everyone likes her she's fun she's probably a fun person she's got shock value going with literally everything but it's when people come up to her on like the red carpet and, and ask her what it's like to be a musician i'm just kind of like well me personally i i don't know i'm not that i, I don't know if that's a proper title it's like i don't know that's just like a different level for me for someone to be a musician she's like she like don't get me wrong i adore hip-hop like there i love i mean again I'm, I'm old school and i'm stuck in the 90s because i think you know i mean i go into the 2000s too but just a lot of the writing was different there was a lot of effort put in where now it's like it is all mumble rap and it is all triplet style oh, and that yeah. where everything is and it's all that triplet pattern and it's like apple bottom jeans did it and it was awesome like that's the one exception because that's like just the best <laughs> but now it's just like everything is it's um especially for hip-hop it's just very lo-fi beats where it doesn't sound like it's a night it's just like it sounds like where it sounds like you just have all the highs turned down and it's like that it's just like thank you it's like the it's like i'm always listening i'm like dude this guy just woke up like they made him record this and he just woke up like that is just like super mumbly but here's the thing though with music being objective that's the best part is there's probably younger people who could argue me perfectly and be like this is why it's good this is why it's great oh yeah that's whatever i mean that's that's a good thing (laughs) I mean, I, I have had talked to younger people about it and they don't really have good arguments with it, but you know, it's whatever. Cause they'll be like, I'm going to show you five different rappers modern day and you're, they're going to be great. And I'm like, this is, they all sound the same. And then I'll pull out like the Fugees or Lauren Hill. And I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be. Cause there's artistry and it's poetic value. Now it's not just like, I, I don't know what the fuck any of these guys are saying. Like it's not like such an old person, but I'm yeah. just like, and, and it's just like the production value is so much different, which I know you and I always talk about where now it's a lot of MIDI stuff and a lot of DIY stuff. I mean, even as like a hip hop standpoint, what, what is your take on just like the modern production value for, I mean, hip hop specifically, but any other kind of 
modern music how do you feel about because you're a huge you know studio nut like i am so it's like even more so than i am so it's kind of like you know what is your take on it where it's like you know people are making these massive hits and literally doing not a whole lot <laughs> yeah i think that's maybe one of the downsides is the the advancement in technology because literally everything can be done on a laptop anywhere yeah um and there are some you know we mentioned it before about you know some of the guys that that do this type of stuff that are phenomenally they're they're just phenomenal and they're super talented yeah. um but there's also a lot that are not on that level and it's just it's the same it's the same you say it's so much nicer than i do i'm such an asshole when i talk about uh, i'm trying i don't <laughs> want to sound too negative you know but uh it's really you know the software does everything for you um you know it, it's it's the same beats that are coming out um and it really doesn't take much to to put them together and to really think about them because the the program is doing most of it for you um, that's true. So it's not, you know, it's not like the, um, like the Timberland days, the Pharrell oh, yeah. and the Neptune oh, days where when they were producing, you know, beats for people, I mean, they were unbelievable. They were these full on production songs yeah. that, were, that were crafted. Now it's like you give somebody five minutes on a laptop, they could produce whatever you're listening to on the radio right now. And I, I think that's what I need to understand more because I'm always in this mindset. I'm like, got to have a good, strong work ethic in this and that. But it's like with modern technology, you don't have to. You really don't have to. And you're right. It does a lot of the work for you. Back in the day when you got these hip hop dudes making beats, they're sampling records on turntables, taking drums yeah. out and things like that. It's a lot of work. Now it's, yeah, it was a ton of work. And now it's like they have plugins that do that. Like you don't even have to work. And you know, I'm, I sound like such an old person. I'm like, oh, no work ethic and everyone's lazy. But it's like in this modern industry, you don't have to have a work ethic per se. Yeah. You can. You don't need the big studios anymore. You could be in your room with a laptop. And a lot of people are incredibly successful with that. And I would never take that away from them. Right. You know, because it's just, it's, it's, just, it's just very different. And we try and, um, you know, at least, you know, our recording style is like, yeah, we love the tech side of things. But we try yeah. and record every real instrument possible. Oh, of do, course. Yeah, we do not like to use. I do not like to use MIDI because it just doesn't. It never sounds the same. It doesn't have that human element to it. Um, well, I was going to say, what's what's my favorite F word? Because it it lacks that. Yeah, it's the feel. It lacks the feel. Yeah, That's my favorite F word. Exactly. It's the. <laughs> That's the problem with it, and we try not to use it. Um, but. Mm -hmm. You know, it's everybody has it now at their fingertips and people use it. And, you know, in our, and I think from what we learned in the production side of thing and the recording side is you have all this technology at your hands. Doesn't mean yeah. you have to use it. You know, you got that's these true, very long true. things of MIDI channels and plugins. And pe I just think people need to put it in there because they have it. Because it's there, yeah. yeah We're always exactly. less is more. It's like, does it sound good? Perfect. But like, mm -hmm. it could sound good to, to some people and they're like, well, this is my favorite plugin. I got to have this. You know, put that <laughs> on there. It's like, leave it alone. So they're over, sometimes they're, you know, they overdo it with things. But that's just, that's just me. What, what do I know? It's, no, <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I'm like that when I talk about, um, 
video or photography, it's like it's got to look good in the camera before you yeah. do any editing to it. Because you a lot of people do think so you much. just edit. Yeah, everyone thinks you just edit and edit and edit, and then that's going to save. And it's like, dude, you have to be good at the initial step of it. So the recording has to be good before you put anything on it. It's got to sound just good dry, Yeah, as they say. Um, but I under I understand, you know that that's my one thing is I'm trying to be understanding of the modern industry or the modern outlook. But it, it's always very tough because you know the one thing we always talk about is you have a lot of influencers nowadays, which is uh, now I can't believe that's a term. You said that's, it. That's, that's I did say that's a that's an occupation. And this is me just sounding like an old person because you have anyone like any of my students or anyone under twenty, you know, it's talking about you know doing their TikTok dances or whatever the hell. Um, <laughs> it's just a very, it's a very weird time we're in now where it's like, I look at the early 2000s and think, oh my God, someone can make a living off making videos on YouTube. That's incredible. But back then people were making like very cool content and neat stuff. And now it's like people are making millions of dollars off of TikTok for just doing a dance that everyone else has done. So it's, I just think the general public's just intake of, of of content and media has just drastically changed to the point where it doesn't have to be anything original or super creative. It's just it just has to be there. Where it's like I know that's a ton of people do on TikTok. They'll just scroll and they'll watch a thousand people do the same fucking dance. Yeah, oh yeah. With the weird with the weird like alligator clapping hands and then you have an old lady doing it and then you got like a guy with it's no adorable. arms doing it or something. It's like it, I get it. Like it's fun, but it just kind of shows where we're at, where it's people do love just similarity. People love, you know, there there's no intricacy in it anymore. They just, it's that, like like Pete wrote in, saying that easy way out, where it's just kind of, you know you're going to get fame on something like this. Yeah. And it's kind of like, do you have dignity at that point? Because, I mean, I wouldn't want to jump on trends like that. For me personally, because it's like, yeah, I, that's probably a horribly stupid idea in this time at this time we're living in because like I could just jump on a bandwagon and do something make an idiot myself on the internet and probably get fairly popular but I'd rather not because it's not true to me and it's not what I'd want to do and it's not my craft but I understand why people do it and music is the exact same thing nowadays because there's like you could I, I students play me so many artists and I'll have no idea who they are and they'll, just, they'll all sound the same the vocal styles are the same the writing is the same the corporation is the same and like with a lot of the influencer stuff and a lot of people just wanting to watch that same TikTok dance 18,000 times with people doing it, it's this, it's very similar with music. And I don't know, it it kind of cheapens the craft for me personally. Yeah. I, I don't know. You. How do you feel about something? How do you feel, feel about something like that where it's just everyone doing the same thing? It's just that generalization. Where I mean, you see it in every aspect of social media. You look on Instagram and it's every, every guy wants to look the same. Every girl wants to look the same. They only like things that look like them. You know, no one's yeah. like their own character, their own person. Like, I've never had a trend with me. I've always just wanted to... I've I've dressed the same since, like, fifth grade. The pair of Vans, the jeans, the superhero shirt, and then whatever. You know, I've never cared about conforming That's important, to, like, though. a social norm or a category. I mean, probably everyone looks at me like, this dude's very outdated and not hip, but it's like... That's just me. I mean, what do you feel about that? Where it's just that it's just this craving that everyone has where it's like, gotta fit in, gotta be the same, gotta just... You know, there's no there. People think there's an individuality nowadays, but really, it's like I mean, we've seen it. We see the group of kids walk down the street, and it's all the dudes with the buzz sides, big curly hair on top. They got a long sleeve shirt in the summer for some god awful reason. They're wearing way too <laughs> short shorts with the cross logos on them. They got the socks that go up to the mid chin and the Adidas flip flops. 
I see flocks <laughs> yeah, I was of these waiting kids. For it. I see. F- yeah, you knew. I, I mean, I've seen <laughs> flocks of kids like that everywhere. Socks, and yeah. I. I'm just always like, do they all call each other? Are they like, dude, were you flopping today? We doing it? Yeah, we're doing it. And they all dress like that? Or is it they see someone dressed like that because a lot of influence look like that, and now they want to just look like that? I mean, it's like music, though, where it's like we have to sound like this. We have to have that image. We have to sound like this. What do you, th- what do you think about that? this darker part of the Internet where now it's kind of like people are being stripped of their individuality, and they're just comparing themselves to everyone and having to go with it, and how is that affecting music? Sorry, that was an eighteen-part question, but good luck. I know I'm trying to write. Time starts now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the first bell. Um, uh, I mean, you're kind of already said it. I mean, the the big thing about it is. Yeah, but I want to hear you say it because you say it better and you're more handsome. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're not being yourself by doing it, and that is the problem. You know, it's we talk a lot about this on on the show and it's it's about doing you being yeah. you got to do you and you following these trends and no matter you know in any aspect not even just music it's you're not being yourself and that's the problem i'm probably the last person or we're the last type of people to talk about this because we don't follow anything we don't like to to follow trends or we don't want to you know, make our music sound like anybody's. We want it to make it sound like our music and that, you know, that it sounds like we're playing it. Um, mm-hmm. And people get wrapped up in music a lot about trying to make it sound like somebody else's. And um, yeah, I, I'm doing everything I can to not do that. Um, and because at the end of the day, it's still music. It's still subjective and objective and all the objectives in between all the objectives so it's it's there's no right or wrong but it's like you know if i'm you know watching or you know watching drum video or watching somebody else's play you know i just see the comments and things like that of people oh i wish i could play that you know i wish i could play just like him and blah 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 i'm like you don't want to that that person already exists there there is already that individual Nobody's ever going to be able to do that. Nobody is ever going to be able to replicate that. So why don't you just concentrate on doing you? And everybody has yeah, their own sound. Yeah. You have your own sound. I have my own sound. Could it be similar to some other people's? Yes, but it's not going to be 100%. That's, it's always just going to be you doing an impression of them. It's never going to be true. It never works like that. Right. So and It's, it's yeah. great you, you, bring that, you bring that up. I love that because... Everyone's probably thinking, listen to these old grandpas just shitting on modern pop music, but it's not. You've always had this. We, we've always had this kind of instance where it's everyone trying to be everyone. Think how many bills we've been on with bands on funk bills to play with, and it'll be like, oh, we're going to team you up with this other funk band, and they come on stage and just sound exactly like Tower of Power, like yeah. to a T, and it's like, I don't, like, that's like, I love, like, James Brown's my dude. I don't want to sound like him. Cause that's not who I am. I right. take a lot from everything I listen to and developed my own sound, not consciously, it just kind of happened, but it's like, I don't want to just sound like whoever with, with all this kind of stuff. I mean, the best example modern day of younger people is your absolute favorite band, which is Greta Van Fleet. Oh and man, it, uh, it took I this am, long for that name to be mentioned. <laughs> I am sorry because I have, people have talked to me, especially a lot of older people and even younger people, who claim they sound 
very original and they're not like Led Zeppelin in any way. And I am like, <laughs> you are full of shit. That That's is a funny. blatant ripoff. Like, it, like it's that thing One where of the it's best. like the kids. The kid speaks normally. He starts to sing. He f- makes his. He alters his voice to sound like Robert Plant. The bass lines, the drum parts, the guitar parts. It is a blatant ripoff. And, and this is in a modern day. They're ripping off a sound that was from the '60s and '70s, and that's how they got a lot of fame. Also, their parents had a lot of money. But it's one of those things where it's like. That's a that's another example. That's another side of it. It's not just the everything's got to sound the same for easy marketability, but it's they didn't know what to do on their own to get popular, so they do that. And it's almost they're infamous in that way where it's people are like, yeah, they sound just like Led Zeppelin, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, which is just insane to have something like that and people be like, yeah, this is, I'm okay with this. I, that's just me, though. I don't know. I know you're you're very strongly outspoken on this as well. Not that I want to have a big dump session, but it is one of those things where it's like, as a musician working as hard as to craft a sound and things like that, you have literally someone come out of the woodwork because their parents have money and just rip off one of the biggest bands of all time. Not only rip them off, but everyone from our parents' generations love them because they're like this is real music they're doing the real sound and it's just because it's all the people who go to see tribute bands and shit like that yeah but it's because they sound like i'm gonna have, a, I'm gonna have an aneurysm if we keep talking about it <laughs> i know uh, yeah. that's it's not healthy for us but i get it uh, i mean no. i get what you're saying completely it's just um it's a shame because it, it it is it's a weird spot man it's a weird spot we're in right now with music and just originality i mean you look at it too it's like a, a lot of it's already been done so it's it's really kind of tough to come out. It's either you do something original and it just doesn't hit, or you do something that sounds like someone else. And it's kind of like, just do your own thing. But the problem is you got the big powers at the top running a lot of these you know newer groups coming out in studios. That's why it's like I love bands where it's like, yeah, we don't have a manager, we don't have a label, we're just doing our thing because they have all the control. Because you don't realize how much that production and sound isn't your own it's someone in a studio telling you to do they it control, or they're making yeah. you sound like that and that's kind of sad because that takes away from the artistry of it and that's why you don't have half the sounds and artists so it's like it's not just yeah it's the marketability and simplicity of listening it, you know they're telling you to do that and that's kind of the just i don't know i i think it's kind of sad because you're losing that individuality and that artistry but what do i know I have a sideburn on the front of my face. I don't know. I don't listen Ex- to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Li- I'm not. In- I stopped listening. <laughs> no, but but it, I um. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, no. I was just saying. I mean, it's. I think if people today, you know, started to be more, you know, of themselves and not following everybody else, I think you and I and you know maybe some others would, you know. I'd have a different opinion on today's music. I think yeah. a, I think a lot of our beef is that it's all the same. It all sounds the same, yeah. and there's no individuality with it. If people started being themselves and writing and playing like themselves, I think we're gonna you know it's gonna get more creative. It's just gonna it's gonna fix a lot of the issues. I I think, in my opinion, with what we oh, hear I, today. Oh, I I agree completely. Yeah, and I think the thing is too, I'm always judging what's on the radio. Where if people look elsewhere than just pop radio, 
You oh, find yeah. that creativity. You find that talent. There's people doing, and young people too, yeah. really young people, doing some absolute incredible musical things and just writing and recording and just, it's fabulous. And it makes me happy because I thought for the longest time, modern pop radio, this is it. This is what we have. And it's like, no, you have to dig deeper than that. You don't look there. That's for the consumer to get easy, quick shit that sounds like everything else. You yeah. find, there's people... And they're early teens making music on YouTube and things like that. And they are phenomenal vocalists and players. And that gives me hope where it's like, we need more of those people, but it's a shame because they're never going to, as far as it, it looks like to be projected, aren't going to be on that giant major stage just because of, they don't fit that, that cookie cutter, like you said. And that's kind of sad um, because there is true, true talent out there. But right. I mean, that's, that's all I have to say about all of this. Cause I sound like I was just dumping on this whole episode, but you know, no, that's why I, I just wanted, I thought it was worth a mention to just, you know, I think people just no. need to be themselves and, and, uh, you know, it's nothing that w it's not like we don't like the sound of today's music. It's, if you want to use virtual instruments, totally fine. Do what you got to do. That's, that's not really my gripe is, it's just, it's just all the same. Yeah. Um, so like, and I think for an artist and longevity as a career, I think the ones that are the most successful and that have the longest career are the ones that have done their music from day one. It yeah, may be a yeah. long, rocky road, but they'll, they, they have the longevity. The ones that are the cookie cutter that sell out early, that are controlled, you know, that are basically a puppet from the major label. You'll yeah. have a quick career for about two years, you know, <laughs> be super yeah. successful and then you will disappear. I and see you'll that never a lot. hear from again. Yeah, I see, yeah, all the time. And honestly, what you said about with virtual instruments and drum machines, kids out there listening, if you want to learn how to work a drum machine properly, listen to Quincy Jones because he knows how to do a drum machine because <laughs> oh, his yeah. stuff sounds f still fresh as hell mm -hmm. all these years later. But Will, I think um, I think you ended it lovely. I think that was just a, a kind of nice way to wrap this up. So. I want to thank everyone again for listening to the Drop the Beat podcast this week. Um, if you would like to write in a question again, go to charlesrita.com slash contact and fill out the form. And we'll send you a free mischief shirt if we pick your question and use it. So, Pete, we're going to be sending you something into uh, the old Toronto, Canada, which I think you're hopefully going to appreciate. Sadly, it's just a shirt. It's not a sweater. So you're still going to be a little cold. So still bundle layers. I was going to say we need to send him a winter coat. I was going to say, but we're very appreciative you wrote, and this was a great topic. This was very different than um, anything we've, we've actually done. It wasn't so much about the craft of music, but the modern state of it, which was very cool. Um, if you, any of you guys listening would like to uh, become one of our patrons and donate to us on Patreon, subscribe for our little monthly thing, um, we have a big orange button right on the main page of charlesrea.com that you can click. And if you do, we appreciate you immensely. And if you don't, we love you just the same. But in closing, this has been the Drop the Beat Podcast. My name is Charles Larita. And my name is Will Sarver. And thank you guys so much for listening and beating off with us. See ya. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>